Flood Brothers Podcast, a Five Pillars of Mad Monolith production. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, dear brothers, sisters, friends, and I can't leave out the foes. I hope you're well and welcome to another episode of the Blood Brothers Podcast with your host, Dili Hussain, and my co host, and my blood brother, Haki Hussain. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Now, he's been missed. I missed him. He wasn't here in the last episode. I, he didn't miss me, bro. Yeah, I did. I, I missed the very long khutbah around about 1025 questioning. They're back anyway. If you really missed it, they're back. Yeah. Anyway. So, as I was saying, allow it. Today, we have. It's not actually a special guest. It's a dear friend of mine uh, and, and a brother of mine. And um, that makes it special in a way, I guess. No, but special is a word that we've used for all the other guests. So I'm not going to use it. I gave you some other words. Uh, no, but you used to think that fascinating and intelligent and amazing, and I find it a bit weird. He basically doesn't think you commanded those dis- adjectives. I've got one of my boys on the podcast today. His name is Gulam Esposito Haydar from the Mirage Foundation. Assalamu alaikum. Waalaikumsalam. Can you explain to us why you've got Esposito in your name, bro? Like, so basically, you know, when you look at my family lineage and you go and track the sort of from generation to generation, yeah. you'll find that Esposito has nothing to do with that. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I did a heritage <laughs> test and I'm like, I'm like 95% yeah. Liberian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually need to do one though, because I'm really, I'm, 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 I'm conflicted whether to do one, because I really want to know uh, like if, if I do have heritage in different parts of the world or relatives, yeah. but at the same time, like, why did I want my DNA on a database? Like, what are they going to do with it? We had that it? conversation in Jordan, do you remember? Yeah. They did. One of the brothers, they said, I'd want to do it, but I don't want that stuff being on data so it can be used against me in the future. Yeah, yeah and then Shab said that they have that stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah. sometimes you've got to be a bit cynical about these things. Yeah. Like, why do they they create these little... Uh, it's like, you know, recently they created the Snapchat filters where you can change from a man to a woman and whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, the cynics will say, well, that's just to get your, the map your face. Mm. And they, they've mapped your face now. They've got it on record. What are they going to do with that? information yeah. or, to, or to get you used to the idea that you can identify as a woman if you wanted to or identify as a man if you wanted to it's possible and you can look yeah, like yeah. this uh, I, I yeah. think it's I, 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 I looked at my picture well someone did it without my permission they just got their phone out really? and, well, I was ugly man I look oh, nice I look really pretty I look I nice ugly I'm not like, oh my god they're like proper horrible <laughs> How's things proper man? <laughs> How's things been at Myriad? And you guys have been super busy okay? yeah alhamdulillah it's been a it's been a busy few months um I was hoping that there'd be a bit of a downtime, but straight after Ramadan, we have to like evaluate like what went on in Ramadan mm. and then um, plans for the for the year ahead. So we've got a, I missed the last meeting because I was here, yeah. I'm here. Um, but um, they had a strategy meeting, well, a mini strategy meeting with a, a bigger one that we're going to have like an away day. We need to discuss the year ahead, what we want to do, what we want to achieve. And, um, and it's actually quite relevant to you as well. Thanks. Mm. We'll get to that later in the podcast mm. behind why maybe charities and those who are doing outreach work require at times mm. some kind of training or at least be on the know with regards to what's happening. Definitely, yeah. Now, Myriad Foundation <laughs> is generally Manchester-based. Um, yeah. It's an outreach organisation. Uh, there's a lot of community engagement and development work. How long have you guys been around for? Um, we formally set up as an organisation in, I think, the autumn of 2013. Mm. Um, but the brothers that are, that were the founding brothers uh, sound like, you know, the founding fathers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the, the founding fathers yeah. of the Myriad Foundation. Um, we, we knew each other for a while um, and we were involved in different types of uh, Dawah activities with different organisations around uh, Manchester at the time. Um, and we just felt like 
um, there wasn't anything to combine a lot of the activities that we were doing. Mm. Um, so it almost formed as a as an umbrella, I guess, and, and bringing us all together with our different expertise. So that was around about September, October 2013. Now you had Taste Ramadan, right? Uh, mashallah, this year it was it was exponentially much bigger than the previous one, yeah. Taste Ramadan. Uh, over 100 plus mosques. How many cities? Uh, 52 towns and cities. 52 wow. towns and cities, 100 plus mosques. And as a result of that, I'm assuming there was an invitation. Uh, um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's a direct, because we don't know specifically what uh, prompted that invitation. Oh, let's be serious. Yeah. No, it could, it could because um, it could be like, you know, I don't know how it works, but yeah, we don't know. But my point is, we don't know if it's for definite. I personally think yeah. that it is 99% because of Taste from Obama and the Absolutely. exposure that it got, that you got an invitation from Prime Minister yeah. Ter- Theresa May, who by the time of this episode airs, she may not even be Prime Minister. Mm. Well, Theresa May. Yeah, yeah so, the sh- the shampoo. Uh, yeah, yeah, and you guys, you guys declined. You guys declined her invitation. Yeah. Why is that? How could you deny the dancing queen? Basically, what happened is, um, <laughs> so it wasn't, it was a specific invitation for our chair, uh, yeah. Ali, so it wasn't myself. Uh, and it wasn't like you know anyone from the Myriad Foundation, so they picked the chair, and Ali being Ali, um, he looked to see what the, what was on the menu. Mm. Um, As in to eat. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's the first thing you look at. Of course. Um, and it's like there's there's nothing there's nothing there to allure him to Den Downing Street. He likes his he likes his rich red meat. Was it like was it like crackers? Was it like crackers with cheese? Sauce. What were they giving cheese then? I don't know, but he's like, look, bros, I got this invitation. <laughs> I looked at the menu. It's only one hour, 15 minutes, hour and a half. Mm. Get there, but you know, my timekeeping's poor. By the time I get there, I probably miss half the thing. Yeah. And then the food is not the greatest. Yeah. And then I come back to Manchester's a long way. Is it worth going? So we evaluated it on the basis of that. And we thought, do you know what? It's not worth it. That's not true. Wow. Tell me the truth. <laughs> come on. You're telling me that that's Ali- like, That's like what some of us go through the conversations we have internally when it comes to wedding invitations. No, no, it's true. <laughs> It's about this uh, far. The food's going to be probably that's like the last why. Yeah, uh, on the basis of that, we thought, yeah, it's not worth it, bro. It's like you know, it's on a it's on a school day. He's a school teacher, you know, he has to like get some leave, and that cuts. And it's very difficult for a teacher to get annual leave because they have so many holidays. Even if they've been summoned, but yeah, the next day. yeah. Okay, so for, okay, so so, okay, so the primary reason you weren't expecting that, were you? No, 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 the, <laughs> no. So the primary reason, primary reason was the crap menu, but because you couldn't really publicize that, then you made this really fancy statement about meaningful engagement and principle. yeah. I mean, you got to look good, innit? Okay, you got to look good. So okay, so, really, so, <laughs> so if, okay, if we can't talk about the menu. Let's just make up some real politicized kind yeah. of ethical reason for not. Yes. For not no, all right. The, the truth oh, is, your food was dead. Yeah. yeah, but we can't tell you that. No, but one hour and a half for an Eid party, like three weeks after Eid or whatever. Yeah, Come on, yeah, it's yeah. a bit ridiculous. Isn't it? Is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, people coming from all over the show, trade journeys. You gotta look at. You gotta coordinate these things better. I'm telling you now, people would have put that date on their calendar. And I would have dropped everything to Don't get tattooed yeah. in the forehead. No, um, so basically, Ali got the invitation, um, and when the invitation came through, he, he shared it with our with our Shura, um, our our sort of uh, core group, and um, and then he was like, "Look, I've got this invitation." Um, I'll be honest, like he gave his good instinct. I don't, I, I'm not fussed. I don't feel like going. Or what do you guys think? Mm. So obviously, I I was probably the first to comment on it as soon as I seen it. As right? Lamwood. Yeah, I was like, brother, you know. Just gonna put it out there that I've cussed many men <laughs> that have been to, to, to such a thing. Yeah. So uh, if you were to go, uh, you were to consider it, and it ended up that you were going, 
they'd have to take you out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no holes, bud, right? <laughs> and he just started laughing. He's like, lol, and all these emoticons. Um, so we had a discussion and we were like, look, you know, it's, it's, it'll be really hypocritical for, for us to go uh, on the basis of number one, uh, what we do as an organization, we uh, we do a, a myriad of activities. Of course. Right. Um, so, absolutely uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I had no idea that's what you were doing. <laughs> you were doing. Yeah. No, so a lot of our work uh, is focused around. Um, we, we look at the ch- as, as Muslims, we believe that uh, whatever area you belong to, uh, you look at what the prominent challenges to your community are, sure. um, and and to see whether you can um, have a possible solution towards that. Mm-hmm. And and right now in today's society, austerity is one of the main issues, of right? And it's from healthcare. Uh, to be how the elderly uh, are treated, yes. uh, uh, poverty, uh, youth or, services, yeah, youth services, etc. Sure. So we look at actually where where can we have a bit of an impact on? So in, in Manchester, uh, we set up a food bank network which comprises of a number of masajid that mm. donate food uh, to our food bank and some uh, Muslim um, businesses and then the Muslim community, right? Um, and we collect that food and we have a food bank that operates twice a week. And alhamdulillah, you know, a lot of many we have service users from all faiths and none that come and it's packed out, you know, twice a week. We've got so many service users, and okay. we're always running out of food. We always have to st- replenish that stock, and then we do a homeless outreach service, uh, which com- which is a, a three tiered service, an indoor service, um, um, which we partner with another organisation, um, and it's like a canteen area. We serve food, people come, and then they have access to showers and different services. There sometimes they might have a mental health worker there, domestic abuse worker there, etc. We do a street a kitchen, and then we go to shelters to drop off food. Um, and then we do stuff with the elderly. We teach classes uh, on uh, IT tech, yeah. uh, so how to use their phones, laptops, tablets, etc. Technical buddy. Yeah, yeah, my tech buddy is called. Oh, yeah, we do, my tech buddy, yes. Yeah, my tech buddy. And then we do something called my social buddy, where we spend time. We send volunteers to spend time with the elderly in their homes or mm-hmm. in their care homes, etc. Okay. So like we do all that sort of stuff, and the reason why we do that is because of austerity, right? And then you've got a party that's predominantly responsible for that mm. that are inviting us to celebrate Eid with them yes outrageous yeah it's just like it's really hypocritical it's, right? like, it's amazing yeah it's just like you're the guys that are causing this mess and then you're inviting us to celebrate Eid with you is a bit ridiculous right yeah, it is ridiculous. and then and the second issue as well and, and, and this is probably um, I feel quite passionate about privately and, and the brothers some of the brothers share it probably not to the degree that I do <laughs> um, is that you know they're totally responsible um, for well not not taking responsibility from other political parties, but Tories at the moment, you know, there's rampant Islamophobia, course, yeah. you know, some of their prominent MPs are responsible for saying outrageous stuff against yeah, Muslims, yeah, yeah, right? Sure. You've got Michael Gove behind the Trojan Horse scandal, yeah. right? And you got this party, and then you got Theresa May when she was uh, home the, when she was Home Secretary. Get all the Spear, different poli- spearheaded the CTS act. Yeah, exactly. So she's responsible for all this sort of state Islamophobia, and she wants to celebrate Eid with us. You know, it's like it's so it became a no-brainer for us, really. That on on the basis of that, that we cannot accept your invitation. Now we were we we carefully worded um, the actual response to yeah. them, saying that it's not you know thank you for the invitation and it, and it means a lot in terms of being having that recognition. Of course. Ha- however, you know, and we explained the reasons that you know why we cannot attend, but that doesn't mean that you know we we're not happy to sit with you 
in a, a different context. Mm. This this context here was a celebration. Of course. Right? It's hoo-ha, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever, chill, yeah, take yeah. pictures. Yeah, right? It's not to hold people to account. So this, no. we've got some people like, oh, you should have gone and held them to account, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, really? Would you have given the platform for that? No, I don't, I, exactly. I don't, you know, you, you're going to barely have like 10 seconds with the, with the barely, lady. Barely, literally. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and actually then, uh, surface that she didn't even turn <laughs> Yeah, exactly. She didn't even turn off. She didn't even turn yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, so it's just bestie, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, it's just, it's just that really. So we thought it's it's not like we don't we're happy to engage, but on on terms that we feel that are appropriate, um, and we could possibly go into that later. But uh, that was it really. So on on that basis, we rejected the invitation. And and how was the feedback and the response from the community, both locally and nationally? Because I know there's a lot of support. Yeah, yeah. But, but how strong was the current of oh you should have gone, you should have held to account. Which in reality, as we've already discussed, rarely happens if ever. How much of Theresa May's time are you going to account Yeah, exactly, person? exactly. Um, to be honest with you, the overwhelming response was great. Mm-hmm. Um, There's so good. much support. So I shared it on my own social media, myriad social media, and then people got in touch with us and they were praising us, mm-hmm. and, you know, galore, which is nice. I think you guys set a yeah, person, you guys yeah, set a standard. Nice. And, and, and Five Pillars uh, covered it yeah. as well, Islam 21C uh, covered it as well. And it was really, it was, it was good. And then we had a few people that, you know, praised us for it, but said that you should have gone, you know, you should have considered going, mm. holding them to account. And I just gave that response that it wasn't the context for it. It's not that we're anti-engagement. Mm. Uh, it's just that we're anti-going to such a, a an event where the context doesn't allow you to hold people to account. It's a celebration. It's a holy celebratory it's, it's, event. It's a celebratory event that's what it is let's not let's not sugarcoat into anything else exactly. you know it is what it is that's what it's advertised as an Eid celebration mm-hmm. you know so not, we're not going to celebrate with them on, yeah. on this basis so how do you envisage meaningful engagement because a number of Muslim organisations even those who are engaged in prevent who yeah. are engaged in, in reformist and assimilation agendas those who are engaged those who have principal stances but then engage with the mainstream political system Everyone has this notion of engagement, yes. right? And engagement, I believe, I don't even think you can live in a society, right, especially in a Western secular society, and be isolationist. Yeah. But engagement means so many things to so many different people, and it's actually been used to justify a number of questionable, unethical, and haram activities. Yeah. How do you envisage meaningful engagement? What does that, what does that actually entail? Yeah. So, again, and you're going to think this is a joke, but this is actually our baseline, right? Mm-hmm. Um a lot of the uh, brothers here, when they get invitations to engage, they're like, Who, oh, man, I haven't got time to go. Who's gonna, who wants to go? Do you want to go to this? Do you want to go, right? Um, and then once you're over that, thinking, okay, what is it? Um, <laughs> right. So, so that's the first <laughs> initial reaction is, who could be bothered to go? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, who could be bothered to go? Like, not, we don't get excited. Another we don't, we don't get excited by it. Like, a lot of people would get excited by it. Of course. Yeah, we, we don't generally like, oh God. You know, damn. Someone yeah. an invitation from the prime minister. Yeah. Like, we made it, baby. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. What did you say? So, uh, uh, what, Conor McGregor. <laughs> yeah, we made, we, made, it, we made it, baby. We made it, baby. <laughs> McGregor made us rich. Ah, you Break made out it. the red. Yeah, okay, the, yeah. You made it. <laughs> not, not bad. Yeah, yeah. we did it. You got to do an Irish accent. We did it. Right. Um, no. So that us. that is what usually happens, and then after that, it's okay. We look at it on a case by case basis. Like, who are they? Who the other, who is the organisation or the person that has asked us to engage with them? What are their politics? Have they said anything that's uh, detrimental to our society uh, as Muslims as well? And um, and then we seek advice, we seek counsel. We generally, on a, on a, on a legitimate basis, we, on a case-by-case basis, I always seek 
counsel whoever that might be on whether should we should engage with this and if we do engage on it how we should engage with it and, and that's how it works oh. um so we don't have like a blanket policy of oh we just engage with anything we don't and, and that's probably why we haven't engaged with much right mm. because there's a lot of uh, there's loads of different platforms where we've been asked to engage on stuff and we thought it's not it's not worth it because there's a there's a there's a bigger agenda behind this this is a game right this is to look like they've engaged muslims uh, and it's a tick box exercise and reality they're going to go ahead with what we're going they're going to do and it looks like the myriad foundation had rather stamped it exactly right? and they actually use that in, that that engagement to say that, hey we consulted these guys exactly. and, and, and this is what happened yep. now for my knowledge you're part of a forum in manchester uh, with the the police and other authorities, right? Yeah. Um, that should allow you some space to hold power to account, surely. Uh, yeah. As opposed to need party. Yeah. How, how how do you juggle that? Yeah. So so that is uh, doing a separate capacity uh, in on an individual capacity, and um, I was um, I knew that there were some meetings going on uh, with the, within from Greater Manchester Police with the Muslim community for for a few years. Um, and I didn't know what was going on, like who, what was being said, who was really attending. Mm. There was no minutes. There was nothing shared with the Muslim community, and I felt that was wrong. Um, because if you if you're claiming to represent the Muslim community, there needs to be some accountability from the community itself. Um, and I felt at that time I was the community, um, so I would ask these questions, and I feel like you know I'm not getting these answers. So. You know, long story short, you know, somehow managed to get myself onto this meeting. You yeah. know, it took a while, like it took almost like the course of a year to get myself onto this, onto this meeting. You know, as a influential member of the community. Smash uh, God, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we got it, and then I attended a few, and I was very disappointed with uh, the lack of structure from our community of the members that were attending this mm. meeting, with how they were holding. Well, they weren't holding the police to account for anything. There was mm. no agenda. There was no structure. There was no long-term objectives. How was the food and things? It, it wasn't great. Um, usual, you know. It's just tea, biscuits, cakes. Okay. Was it te- was it tea? I'm not sure, you know. Okay. But it was they, they, had, they had the different, you know, the twinnings and the different types. Okay, yes, okay. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So that's some of that. So no structure. What? And you bought in structure? Did you try and navigate? Some so kind of I I attended uh, three meetings as just uh, a member of this forum, mm-hmm. and then after the third one, I had enough and I spoke out. Um, so I just put my hand up and said I'd like to make a statement um, and the the crux of that statement was that I've sat in three meetings I've stayed generally quiet I've not really contributed because I just wanted to know what this hell this meeting was about mm-hmm. and from my observations it's there doesn't seem to be any objective there's no agenda there's no minutes there's what we're trying Bro, to do are you kidding me yeah, yeah. No agenda, no minutes. Generally, no. no. Just get together, yeah. Yeah, it's just people just getting together for <gasps> some tea biscuits. And, and were they talking about random stuff? And the police were. They'll, they'll bring up like subjects, things that have happened in the last week. It's like a firefighting or there's a Islamophobic incident here. What did you do? How did you? What happened? You know, an explanation of that. And the, but the and the police the, rep was like, no meetings, no agenda. No but the thing is, it, in defence of the police, this is the Muslim communities meeting. They have to control the agenda. They have to bring forth the oh sort of. But I'm I'm sure the I'm I'm sure the cynic in me would say the police probably didn't really mind. You know, no, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It must be like sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you are know, there minutes and agendas now? Yeah, yeah. Thank God. So um, and then. I, I I sort of shot myself in the foot by making that statement because I became the chair. Oh, 
Smash it. Yeah. And that's why there's now agendas in this. Yeah, yeah, so they gave me the responsibility. <laughs> no, but it's not it's not me. Uh, what happened is, alhamdulillah, we've got a few people joined uh, the group. Um, and then we, we really decided that this is this is an important platform uh, and how we're going to use this platform um, and, you know, how we're going to be, like, critical of the police and how we're going to hold them to account on certain issues and how we want, you know, results. So we decided on what our long-term objectives are. Uh, a terms of reference, mm. um, and and then also was a meeting outside of that meeting. There's no pre meetings between the group, you know. Like so, how are you gonna? Like, just turn up. How are you gonna coordinate and how are you gonna like discuss important matters? Is there a WhatsApp group now? Yeah, there's a WhatsApp group now. There's an email group now. Smash there's a terms of reference. There's stuff that way. we do. Yeah, so I've been doing that for about uh, about a year now. Uh, alhamdulillah, and um, we're getting there. It's not perfect. I I sometimes battle with myself uh, because I feel like um, am I being co-opted? You know, mm. um, that's a big thing, you know, the earlier of mm. being part of something and mm. given privilege and yeah, power yeah, and authority, responsibility. And is that a way to, to pacify you? Um, so I'm always trying to battle with myself and I seek a lot of outside no, it's, counsel. It's, it's good that you're conscious of that. I, yeah. guess, I, I guess what I want to know is, have you received any criticism from the public or other influential Muslims who aren't a part of this forum for being a part of this forum and especially being a chair? Um, my <clears> wife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Yeah, she, Sandy yeah, she, wow. she guns me. Yeah, she's because she she's part of. Uh, well, she's a big supporter of in Manchester the Northern Police Monitoring Committee, okay. which are anti engagement with the police and more. Oh, out. fully anti engagement. Yeah, and really critical of the police. Oh wow. uh, and uh, <clears throat> and um, and putting that pressure from the outside rather than engaging, and because they feel like their policies and the the sort of way that the police act uh, probably not just locally but across but the country but are you addressing things like institutional racism yeah 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 well we're trying to but her point is like how much you're going to achieve you know this mm. this is a whole this That's is a whole true. this is a whole co-option you know mm. it's better to build that power I get that. base and mm. that resilience from the outside mm. And, and to be honest with you, uh, I feel like that as well, but without stuck between a rock and a hard place sometimes. Okay. Uh, so I have that sort of cognitive dissonance on this. Big up to Dr. Sadia. Big <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah. Non-engagement. Yeah, so, she, so she, does, she is quite critical of me being involved and she understands so, as so well. So are you pro-non-engagement? No, I'm pro-non-engagement with certain actors and certain players. Right? So, so what would you say in response to your our good friend Gulam? I would say that to take and you're probably doing this already, is take uh, the good advice of, of Sister Sadia um, and continue engaging with on, on, on the level of coming close to nearly not engaging. Meaning to put it on them or stick it on them to that yeah. level uh, where you're practically always, every meeting is at the brink of uh, we're considering not engaging until you fix up. Yeah. But I mean, one of the things that, you know, I, I do, I have spoken to a lot of people that are from that school of thought mm. and despite them being from that school of thought, they said you need to stay in and like, this is a good opportunity and as long as you you behave in such a way and, and, and take a consultation and you speak to others and have an agenda and are transparent with the community, what's going on with these meetings, then it should be okay. I also believe that, you know when you, know when you said non-engagement, yeah. I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Kula, so when uh, Dr. Saadi and others, who, or anyone who believes in non-engagement uh, of specific uh, institutions, they're talking about forums, events, uh, and, and, and those kind of very formal events engaging. But I think, if I'm correct, there's nothing preventing us from meeting a police rep privately for a coffee and holding them to an account, uh, or, or even on, a, on, on an informal cash. Yeah. yeah, but I think there needs to be transparency when there is a Muslim in the community who's doing that. Yeah. Because we know how powerful a um, situation like that can be in a detrimental way. Mm. Someone, yeah. can, someone can enter 
um, with good intentions, situations like that, of course, and mm-hmm. can exit after a number of months with uh, a whole heap of dangerous ideas and plans that they felt at the time was mutually good for the community. Mm. This yeah. is also engagement. I know what I'm doing. I'm mm. also keeping myself in check. Yeah. I'm not a sellout. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that, and, that, this is why you have that. You mm. you have that. No, but that's why yeah. Gulam. That's why it's You're, good to have a chair like Gulam. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm saying this is why Gulam said himself that he is conscious of whether he's being co-opted himself. He's always, he's always keeping himself yeah, in check. Don't become a police agent in the community. <clears throat> Just hold it down here. Yeah, and inshallah, I won't. Inshallah, that's never, it. Never be that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never be that. No, I mean, that's actually, that's, that's worst case scenario. And then even like, uh, a lesser scenario is that you stop progress. So you're not necessarily doing anything harmful, but you stopped any positive change from being enacted. Yeah. Um, so you've got to always be conscious of these things. Um, so you you got to consult people. You got to learn. You got to learn how these institutions work. Mm. I agree. Um, there has to be a strategy strategy yeah. to engage. Yeah. And uh, you can't just lock it off. And you got to learn from history as well. Of course, bro. Um, I think you had some guests previously, um, Doctor Rizwan. Yeah, and, this was an episode before. Yeah, you, that, and they said, I believe they said something along the lines of, "You got to, uh, you know, you you got to learn history mm. and and the social." context and the sociology of all this because that plays a big part in how these institutions work um, and, and that's important and I'm always learning I, I'm not I'm not a social scientist you know I'm, I'm, I'm actually a scientist by background right um, but I like to delve into it a bit yeah um, yeah yeah do you, yeah. Have, do, you have, do you have a proof for Dr. Sadia's works never I've, she's, I've still not read her PhD oh, God. I've still not read her books oh, God. she's got another two books well they're massive out. books though no but what I say and to really her really expensive yeah, as well yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> what I do say to her is like I'm one of those that waits for the movie yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, and and once she like she got a bit upset she goes you not read my stuff etc and and, I, and then I pretty much like verbatim summarized her PhD and her book and her research and she was quite impressed wow. said I don't need to read it mm. I've lived it oh hey jeez oh, that's it, it. but yeah, look okay so, so before we get into structures and oppressive structures and maybe some of the challenges that you have trying to be that kind of middle ground between the masses the community yeah. and also rubbing shoulders and having close friends that are academics before yeah. we get into that taste Ramadan and the other outreach work that you do, mm. right? Um, can, I, can I just be frank, bro? You know, are you doing this to humanize Muslims? It can, it can appear like that, and I am aware that it can appear like that. But honestly, Wallahi, uh, I mean this, it's, it's not. It's just our motto is that we're creating an opportunity for Muslims to be Muslims. Mm. We should be doing this anyway, rega- regardless of whether we get positive PR, whether we see the fruits of our labor, or that's no it. PR. Oh, yeah, or no PR, right? That's it. If we get it, we're not going to say it's a bad thing. Yeah, of course. Right? It's good. Um, and within the context of where we are in the UK at the moment, it's quite positive, actually, because it can uh, demystify and dispel myths. Mm. And I don't think there's a problem with that. But if we did it for that, that would be a problem. Mm-hmm. But, you, but, you know, but, but you know, there are organisations, without mentioning names, there are many organisations that do the kind of stuff that Myriad does week in, week out, week in, week out, have done for the last five, six years, they'll have sporadic moments of doing these things in a very flashbang way, purely for PR objectives. Do you think that's really ethical? No, because there's long, no longevity in what they do. They're not going to have any meaningful impact uh, on in the communities where they do this stuff. Mm. Um, and I also feel it's disingenuous. Mm. 
and and also from a personal perspective they'll never be satisfied because how much impact that is that going to have yeah. um, in terms of dispelling myths if that is their objective you're never going to dispel myths because you've got a whole machinery behind creating those myths yeah. so you need to fight or challenge in an equal manner mm-hmm. doing this is not an equal manner not. right so so you're never going to do that. So that's why, again, going back to your original question, is that we don't do this for that. No. We do it because as Muslims... You should be uh, doing these things. You should be doing that's that. Right. The original, my original statement about Mood was that you look at the challenges of your time in your community and what our challenge is at the moment is predominantly austerity, right? So as Muslims, do we have a solution to that? Our, do our beliefs, our belief structure, our teachings... And we believe it does. So we're enacting that. Simple. We're allowing Muslims to practice Islam in a holistic way. That brings about da'wah opportunities. Mm. That brings about positive contribution to the society. Mm-hmm. And it might dispel myths through mm. PR and mm. whatever. Mm. That's it. Literally, that's you, through Mirida. Fair enough. But, but have you ever found that you guys are simply trying to do too much at the same time yeah. and therefore become negligent? Not intentionally, of yeah. course. Uh, due to resources yeah yeah so, so you guys are trying to do a myriad of stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then some aspects of that work yeah. gets neglected because yeah. you're trying to do things yeah no that's a that's a fair comment and and we probably are guilty of, of that have to you some experienced extent. That? yeah of course we are because on one hand you know we want to educate um, um non-muslims about islam mm. um, and we do that through our schools program uh, we do stuff with non-Muslim organizations where we teach them about Islam, like professional organizations. Yeah. Um, we used to, which we haven't been doing much recently, we used to have a street uh, sort of a, a stand uh, where we used to engage with members of the public and do mm. questionnaires with them. And we used to do courses, which we're going to be resuming again, um, which is predominantly aimed at um, converts, but a lot of new Muslim, uh, non-Muslims attend and their parents of uh, converts attend. Um, and, and it's been, again, so this is, probably that due to a lack of time resources etc it's always been an objective of mine to do a course on islam like a six-week course in very neutral places like coffee shops mm. um libraries uh public libraries where people that just have an interest in islam not to convert you mm. but they they have some sort of oriental fascination with islam okay, right <laughs> or, yeah. or whatever yeah, got, yeah. Got some, got some spicy interest in islam. yeah oh for one reason or another they might have seen something and they you know that they think oh islam is a bit you know a bit, a bit odd mm-hmm. um, and they see a poster that you know so-and-so library manchester one of the libraries in manchester is doing a six-week summary course of islam mm-hmm. come along uh-huh. so and I, i've we we've We've never really got around to doing that. That's probably as a result of what you just said. Mm. Uh, we were spreading ourselves quite thin because we're involved in so many different other projects. So sometimes that that sort of spreading your wings quite uh, quite far means that you neglect certain areas or you don't put all the effort that you can in one area. And I think that's a fair criticism and we do feel it. <clears throat> you mentioned earlier when Dilly said there's other organisations that are doing similar work. Yeah. Um, but then for short periods of time in a flashbang way yeah. and you mentioned longevity is really really important because yeah. um, maybe sincerity in what you're doing yeah. is when you've got a long term plan yeah. otherwise you are doing it as a reaction to something yeah? Yeah. Uh, PR when you're doing so many different kind of things yeah, my social buddy my tech buddy and, and, and all these other type of outreach activities right and you've got mm. volunteers and stuff mm. how do you prevent boredom from amongst your volunteers um, people that lack motivation motivation Lose interest. Yeah, I think that's a no. I think that's not specific to myriad. I think with any voluntary mm. organization, you're gonna get that. People are people. People are humans. Yeah. You get sometimes you have high levels of motivation. Sometimes not so much. Your man goes up, goes down. 
Um, so you give volunteers flopping and not turning up. Yeah, yeah, well, not flopping, but some people like you know they they, they have high intensity sort of uh, activity with the organisation, and then they kind of you know take a back seat later on, right? Um, so what we, we've tried to do is like uh, you know we, we bring them together, we give them updates on the organisation. If they're volunteering for one thing and they get they might get bored of that, they've got options to volunteer for other projects mm-hmm. as well. And some of them volunteer for two or three. Mm. I don't think anyone really volunteers for everything that everything, we do, yeah. right? They'll pick one or two different sort of services that we do. Um, and then generally, um, we've partnered with local organizations to come and give Islamic reminders. So that tarbiyah aspect is there as Wicked. well. And then we're not a tarbiyah organization. We don't have the resources to do that. We don't have the capacity. I mean, resources like the personnel. Yeah. Uh, that's quite important. Um, and so we've got partnered organizations that do Islamic classes, courses, uh, there is whatever you want to call it it could be a bit more of a western learning environment mm. it could be the traditional whatever floats your boat yeah. really uh, and we can refer them and signpost them to those to these people cool. and we recommend that and so when we have our general volunteers meeting we have that reminder we bring someone from this external organization to say look this is an opportunity if you want to like learn and develop do that um, and it's good because we uh, sometimes we receive criticism for this from uh, a lot of uh, I learned this term by the way a few weeks ago I got to called a wallah bro a wallah bro a wallah bro but, but, you, but, but then but you're a Qasmi bro I'm a Qasmi man yeah uh, so I was a bit disappointed but if you say true try rules we're actually Allah Allah yeah yeah so I got I got I got ripped by my brother and this other Bengali brother said look you know you're not a wallah bro fair enough why are you claiming to be a Qasmi man? Yeah. Because you surely you should be Allah, right? Yeah. And I was like, it's fair point, this man. I'm, you know, I'm being uh, Pakistanified. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. And Allah is actually closer to Allah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He actually is. Is it? Yeah, yeah. What is that yeah. What's the linguistic breakdown? Yeah, in the name of God. In the new, yeah. Allah, as in, as in oath on God's name. All right, okay, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Learn something new every day, yeah? Qasmi is just promise. Yeah, yeah. That's actually, yeah, that's true, yeah. Allah is closer to Allah. Allah is closer to Allah. Yeah, when he dropped that, then everyone's on the same plane field. Quran yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, so many good variations. Very no, but um, I actually learned what Wallah, bro, on the Urban Dictionary meant. It's meant, you know, it's meant to be like the equivalent of Haram police, right? Yeah. Um, so I got accused of being that, and I was, I was like, oh my god, I didn't realize I, I come across as that at all. I think it's a false allegation, by the way. Especially with the middle name like Esposito, hacking someone. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Um, so anyway, um, some of the some of the people that you could probably call Wallah bros yeah. have criticised the myriad because they see some of the pictures of like some of the volunteers being on there. So it might be brothers that don't look outwardly dead religious, not a big beards or, or whatever. Down. Yeah, thobbed down mm. and sisters that are non-covered and you know wearing the hijab, etc. And the thing is, the myriad foundation we we we're, we we get volunteers from a broad spectrum. Of Muslims themselves, yeah. and we even have non-Muslim volunteers as well, Wicked. right? Um, so we attract a, a large pool of society. Not of, of a lot society. of Muslim organisations can actually yeah. say that. Yeah, Definitely. but ourselves, yeah, but ourselves as we're, we're Islamic organi- we're a Muslim-led Islamic organisation, and and a lot of the times they're they're a pathway into we're helping them, you know, mm. become learn more about the deen, mm. become more attached to the deen. And sometimes they could then do go. We do signpost them to to other places if they want to develop themselves. Um, so sometimes I've had to like respond to these criticisms myself saying look you know these people see Myriad as a safe space to volunteer they're attracted to they're never going to come to your organisation mm. right I mean we've had this discussion about you, uh, Muslim YouTubers and stuff yeah, like yeah. that they're not going to go to some like scholarly organisation they're attracted to what they feel attracted to right so YouTubers yeah yeah so I, I feel Myriad sometimes um occupies that space where they feel like that's a safe space for it them to, to enter and, and then from there they might develop into 
you know, I don't know, Islamically, their tarbiyah, whatever it might be. They're so, on a journey and you're trying yeah, to facilitate that journey. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and I think that's really important. Like some people got to understand the context where we are. Like we've got so many challenges. People, a lot of Muslims are, um, are not confident with their deen um, and, and their knowledge is probably not where it needs to be, where it should be. And we shouldn't discriminate with them. We should allow them to, to come into safe spaces and we can... Um, I guess you know, exclu- them. I guess excluding them yeah. can actually have a far more detrimental effect. Yeah, and we've yeah. we've had positive impacts on, on many brothers Hundreds and sisters, um, and not all not all of them stay with the organisation. They stay with us for a while, and then you know they they wander off into the mm-hmm. sunset, and that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. They've at least we played a part in their journey somewhere. In their development. Right? Yeah. You know, so so, so taste Ramadan. Sorry to go back because because there's something about taste Ramadan I wanted to ask you, which kind of ties together some of the conversation we've had so far. It's going to happen next year. Inshallah, it's gonna be. I'm assuming, inshallah, much bigger. Inshallah, more cities, more Muslims. Inshallah, how do you prevent? Prevent. Yeah, or people affiliated <laughs> to prevent. No, no, that's good. How do you prevent Taste Ramadan from being associated with masajid and individuals who are overtly supporters of not just prevent, mm. but the reformist agenda and, mm. and all kinds of which. Look, it, it kind of happened mm. th- this time where, mm. uh, I, I guess at the time this year, it was like, how are we ever supposed to vet every single yeah. masjid that's, that's going to take the taste from Allah? Yeah. Moving forward, because since you've, you've set a precedent now, maybe a foundation of set... Yeah. Here, right? carry on, my brother. Isn't it? It's a bit of a... Should we just leave the room? No, no, no. Okay. How do you vet... Taste from Allah from being used by people that are associated with principles and movements and agendas that you're against. Mm. And bro, in addition to that, you no, find no, that? learn from that. Yeah, yeah. Why no, no, you learn from yourself. No, no. you yeah. learn from that. In, in addition to that, yeah, not just taste from Allah, but there's a, a plethora of activity that you guys are doing. I want mm. to use a different words to have myriad. Yeah, mm. I've been um, noted. Yeah, um, nice. How do you how how do you, how do you generally navigate around mm. um, prevent police local authorities? Um, interfaith initiatives yep. trying to get involved through blind spots or whatever, however else it may be yeah. um, in, in, a, in a way that you'd rather have transparency on killer questions killer questions no, but basically, but basically it's, 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 okay. it's a broader version how, of yeah, how yeah. does Myriad deal yeah. with what, what, what okay let me answer your what I've got in place yeah. let me try and answer your one first I think in terms of uh, Taish Ramadan specifically it's, it's an open source uh, any masajid organization who wants to take part in Taste Ramadan um, can generally, um, at the moment in time, take part in Taste Ramadan, yeah. right? But it, you give them the materials. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they can pay, take part in Taste Ramadan yeah. and they can register their mosques. So the new website's been going to be developed and they mm-hmm. can even they'll be able to self register their mosques mm-hmm. and then it'll come through to us as an application. Any mosques um, in Bedford registered? They didn't. It was difficult to get mosques in Bedford this year. Really? You did yeah. ask me, and, and, and I had a lot on, but you, you spoke to other brothers as well. Yeah, yeah. We'll try to do something, inshallah. Yeah, inshallah. So, and. Um, Just make Bedford look bad. Why did you do that? <laughs> no, but they could be look good next year. Inshallah. Inshallah, you know what I mean? So, um, I'll hot Bedford up like that in the future, you know, the podcast. So, so, they, so they can. <laughs> They're doing other great works. You yeah, know, yeah. Like I think it was more to do with classes. dates and coordination. Because I did speak to a local brother from here, and mm. um, he was key. He, the masjid he said they'll do. They're quite keen to join next mm. year. Sure. So inshallah. Vetting, vetting, vetting. Yeah, it's, it is difficult because it's. I think I don't know what the number of mosques are in the UK. Around. Um, uh, so the last recorded number was, uh, 
fifteen or sixteen hundred. Okay, well there you go. Right, fifteen seasons registered mosques. Okay, so yeah, yeah, so yeah. You, got prayer, you got prayer spaces. Prayer spaces, community yeah. centers. I'm not exactly yeah. yeah. So, 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 so let's say fifteen, sixteen to two thousand. Okay, so we've got all this. So let's say they all applied, wow, right? Or a, a large number. Let's say even fifty percent, right? It's very difficult for us to know what each mosque individually, who they are, what they represent, what they've engaged with, etc. Because it's deal with the bait ones, though. Yeah, yeah. So in generally, like I think. This is just my this is my thoughts on it. It's not necessarily the the organisations. We've not discussed this at length yet, um, and we might change in the future. Uh, but generally, our principle is like you know just you know the baseline is everyone's acceptable, right? And I think you what you just mentioned now, unless it's known, yeah, like unless they're known that this is a problematic organisation or a mosque that espouses views and beliefs that are detrimental to the Muslim community or un-Islamic. Mm then we'll obviously take like, a course you, of action. Like, bro, what do right? you do? And, and, and I think that realistically is probably a good po- a, 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 a good sort of platform to have. Like, what do you do in a situation, right? Uh, 2020, Taste Ramadan, massive event in a massive, in a big city, yeah? Well, uh, we have had that, by the way. I, I know, Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool, mate. Okay, let's let's talk hyper. I'm gonna do my rest of my interview yeah. in a scout accent. We conquered all of Europe. Oh God, you Liverpool fans. We never get stuck. I don't know why. Uh, from Paris down to Turkey. Oh, I opened up a kind of world. Barcelona, Bob Paisley, and Bill Shankly. The fields of Anfield Road. <laughs> and we are the supporters. Yeah, bro, get and me out. I'm from Liverpool, Beverly Hills. Ale, ale, ale. Ale, ale, ale. Anyway, but listen, so imagine in Liverpool retrospectively. Yeah, in Liverpool, imagine. mate. Yeah. Calm down, alright. What's six, wrong with you? Six times, baby. Six times. So, so what are you going to do if there's a massive event in a big city? Taste Ramadan logo branded everywhere. Uh, absolutely everywhere, everywhere. mate. Yeah. Proper it. And then you have Sarah Khan and Majid Noir has been invited to discuss. What are you going to do? Um, it's a bit of a sticky on this one. Anyway. We'll publicly pull out. Yeah. Um, and if it was if it was known to us beforehand. Like someone bait. Yeah, so if it was not known. Questionable if one. it was known to us beforehand, um, then we would. And, and we sponsored the event uh, with resources, etc. Mm. Um, we'd, we'd, we'd make it in condition that they cannot. Okay. Right. Wicked. Um, if after the stage, like if if it's to do to uh, if it's to do with our own um, vetting procedures weren't good enough, or you know, and then it happens, and we overlooked it, and then someone got invited afterwards, we'll try our utmost best to get that person or the organisation. Because you understand the problem with that, right? Yeah. You, under, you understand the problems that a big city yeah. uh, like Liverpool or Manchester or Birmingham or London yep. can organise a massive taste from Ramadan event where the entire city or town is involved. Yep. And whether they do it intentionally, they can bring someone on like Sarah Khan, yep. like someone from Quillian Foundation, yep. someone from New Horizons who, yep. got, like, who, who are beyond the peripheries of this community, yep. right? Like near consensus. Yep. And then you're just like, oh crap. You know, yeah. Tesla has got a really fantastic thing happening here, but then they've got these guys on. Yeah. Do you understand the problem? Right? Of course. Because they use that to milk it. Yeah, to of course. Their of course, of course though, yeah. To come across like yeah. they are accepted yeah. and embraced by the Yeah, people. so like I said, if you had that knowledge prior, it wouldn't even be a Tesla Ramadan event. Mm. We'd say, do your own event. This isn't Tesla Ramadan. We're not giving you any support. You're not going to use our branding. We're not going to give you any resources. Halas. So that's quite easy. It becomes if, if, 
like we've we've learned from something else where now we'd have to be a bit more rigorous in like if there's something off that platform that we do know who the speakers that are going to be invited mm. are before we make that commitment mm. um so hopefully that shouldn't happen sure. um, but if if it does because we've we've overlooked something then at least we'll try to make a post sort of in, we'll make like a post mm. intervention and try our best to, I to do, do something think it's about for, it for, i mean in terms of now because i know how not so big myriad is in terms of actual core founders, right? And yeah. you guys have loads of volunteers, but I know the group is still relatively very small, yeah. right? And so therefore, for you guys to vet, let's say hypothetically speaking, next year you guys have, forget 1,500, like imagine you have 300. Yeah. You guys to vet 300 masajid yeah. and know exactly if they have done a, a pledge to the armed, armed forces and all that, it's difficult. Um, really difficult. It is really difficult. I'm talking, so I'm talking about the bait ones, but look, you know, you specifically as an individual, I know you're my friend, and we've had many of these discussions. You're married to an academic. We have friends who are academics, and you know, understanding these 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 nuances of how oppressive structures and systems, the establishment, etc., legitimizes themselves, mm. it requires a certain level of knowledge. Of course. How do you get that knowledge from? Academics who have a very, very uh, deep understanding of how these things operate, how mm. power operates, uh, and then kind of make it uh, and then disseminate it to the masses. Mm. How do you get that stuff from, let's say, another khutbah happening here? No, 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 because. Sorry, bro. How do you disseminate between academics and masses? Yes. Um, you need to stop doing that. <laughs> no, no, I think yeah. you need to stop doing that. No, you actually give <laughs> khutbahs. How can you say that on the back of us just being? No, because I give a contextual, I give a contextual explanation. And what do I just start giving advice on like fiqh of salah and no, you, like, uh, how do you talk about khutbahs and stuff? Um, so yeah, it's it's a good question, um, and I've actually been involved in, in in similar things in Manchester. So this isn't specific to Myriad. I know uh, many brothers and sisters who I you know very genuine, very sincere. Um, that are probably involved in um, initiatives, organisations that have a problematic uh, foundation um, or, or, or figures behind it that are a bit dodge, bit dodgy. Um, and so they might be involved in the whole CVE apparatus, mm. the mm. more softer side, let's say, rather mm. than the harder side. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've, alhamdulillah, as you mentioned, I've got access to uh, academics and some very close friends mm. um, that do a lot of work into um, co- you know coercion, co-option, counter-surveillance, mm. you know, how they infiltrate communities and map and all this sort of stuff. And, and, and we have a lot of these discussions and it's just, a, I don't know why, it's an interest of mine personally as well it to read up about really this. Really yeah. Um, so... I would say personally myself, I've got a decent amount of knowledge on this. So internally myriad, I, I try my best to, to sort of help uh, the brothers and, and the sisters who, who are part of myriad. But I don't think that's enough um, because, you know, I don't know everything, number one. And sometimes my uh, powers of persuasion might not be the best, mm. right? <laughs> uh, so, or, or, or they might just think I'm just going off on one again, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so um, I'll just go through myriad quickly and then I'll go through what I was about to mention. So myriad, you know, alhamdulillah, we've identified that this, we need some sort of training 
um, the brothers and the sisters um, and, and we've you know hopefully Shai, you know if, if you're happy to you're going to be one of those guys that come over hopefully possibly. from a media point of view yeah, at least, yeah. Gonna, because there needs to be yeah. indicators we need to have this kind of criteria to understand where certain organisations come from beyond their jargon beyond yeah but because some of the stuff that they say who are affiliates to UV it sounds pretty good sounds good yeah sounds noble sounds yeah, noble yeah, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. want to get involved in that mm-hmm. yeah. but if you just if you just scratch beneath the surface yeah. just a little bit you realise yeah. okay there's some nefarious agendas out there of course yeah so we've got now on camera Dilly on record ah, yeah ah. inshallah but I will stay in my lane and only do it from a media point of view yeah, there's, yeah. there's also other and, and then we've got a couple of others um, like activist rock academics mm. um, like in between a fusion mm. um, that are going to come and hopefully deliver some level of training sure. that will go through those points about um, you know what you just mentioned basically I can't yeah. remember if you said um, so I think that'll play a big part uh, what I've tried to do personally for, for the Muslim community in Manchester for those brothers and sisters that are involved in initiatives I've tried to hold these different workshops with different academics mm. um, and I've really guided these academics that look don't go into like big technicalities dumb it down a bit right make it accessible and I don't mean dumb it down in, in a disrespectful sense because they mm. operate on another level completely, completely yeah mm. I go make it accessible to the community explain you know summarize what your research area is mm. um, and hold these let's hold these workshops and I've, hold, I've held a couple of different workshops now in Manchester where who are some of the academics I've spoken um, so we've had uh, Dr Fahad Qureshi how was that uh, that was good that was really good unfortunately we it didn't have the attendance that I would have envisaged and I would have hoped for because there were some uh, prominent um, Muslim activists in, in Manchester um, that didn't attend for one reason or another. They might have been busy or whatever. Okay. And, and, and I feel like they would have been beneficial for them. So he went through, you know, sort of, uh, count, you know, sort of how Muslim communities are mapped, um, how they're surveilled, how people are co-opted and how that co-option is used to sort of neutralise them. Um, Do you feel that he delivered in a way which 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 could have been which was digested by? I think it can be obviously improved. Um, I think because me being then going through all of his slides beforehand and Mm. and pretty much like this is how you need to deliver it, Fahad. Um, That helped a lot. Mm. Uh, And 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 we've had um, you know we're gonna hopefully inshallah develop. I've spoken to Riz uh, Sabir, Dr. Riz Sabir. Spoken to Dr. Asim uh, Qureshi. Spoken to. my wife obviously mm. Sadia um, and to Fahad mm. to develop a, a community curriculum not just them other people as That'd well fantastic. a community curriculum yeah. um, maybe one lesson or one session a month to discuss things like structural design for a structural institution yeah, like yeah. Work, but I don't want it to be all academic or Muslim figures yes. involved okay. you know like people from a scholarly Muslim scholarly background mm. as well that yeah. understand politics and stuff so, so, so there's an acknowledgement so, yeah. so, so, so there is an acknowledgement because in the previous episode we had Dr. Riz and Dr. Fahad both on. Yeah, it's a good episode. Yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, and, 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 and I was, and I was uh, probing them a bit on just trying to get them yeah. to understand yeah. that, because there was a comment that Dr. Fahad made. He goes, yeah, doctors, GPs may save lives, but we change society. Yeah, yeah. That's a big lofty it's, statement. It's, and, and, there's tru- and there's truth in it. Yeah. There's truth in that if the masses understand and adopt your thinking. Yeah, that's if the issue. If, if they're the not issue. understanding and your thinking, you're not changing nothing. You're just in your... You're, you're, in, you're in those, uh, you're in those uh, towers of yours, yeah. right? Which I don't think Riz and Fahad are at no, all, No, not at all, not at all. Uh, they're no, but, they're but immersed I, in the community. Yeah, no, but I think what he meant was broadly speaking, people in his position that... Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, broadly speaking, yeah. Okay, but, but it is... But, but do you feel that like there is this disconnect between the very good work that academics are doing, especially Muslim academics in the fields of CVE and, and, and Islamophobia and, and racism, yeah. and the masses who are actually affected by these things every day. Yeah, yeah. so I, uh, to give you a specific example of that, 
Um, do you remember when um, Cage did their EIG 22 plus yes. report? Yes. Um, so that was like the third or fourth report that they had on Prevent. And I remember I spoke to um, Asim and I spoke to a couple of guys from Cage and I said, it's all great you having these reports. They're just on your website, you know, people to download them. How, how is it accessible to the community? How are they going to understand what this actually means? Um, so I, I arranged for, for, for him um, and, and others to a conference on, on Prevent. Mm. Um, and, and I had about eight speakers. Uh, someone to explain like how prevent was created from a policy perspective and why mm. and then and then also how it's enacted in the nhs in the univer in education mm. in the community um how it impacts activists and community organizations so i had a number of speakers that did mm. that and i felt that had a big impact I'm because like, yeah, it, yeah, it and and again and the brief was that this needs to be like digestible and mm. it needs to be understood by the community otherwise it's a of waste of time right um, and again, I'm not saying that, that that's, you know, we've done our job because there's so much more to do. Mm. Uh, and, and hopefully, inshallah, I don't know when this will come about, but it's a real intention of mine to be a facilitator, not a contributor necessarily to this community curriculum. Uh, and if I can play a part in being able to sure. deliver that and make it accessible for the Muslim community in, in Manchester to begin with at least, mm. that could be rolled out anywhere. Um, sure. and, and I think that, yeah. Keep us and, bro. Yeah, we'll do. And um, I'm sure you'll be a contributor as well. Inshallah, inshallah. Inshallah. So I think that's really important. I find there's massive value. You know, I, I, I have friends in the local area, uh, in Bedford and Luton and other parts uh, of, of where I'm from. And, and, and they're like, like brothers who are working Muslims, They've got the professions, they've got the trades, right? And they're like, bro, what is this prevent stuff? Like, what is it? Yeah. And sometimes I've only got five minutes to explain it to them. I yeah. look, bro, prevent is a, yeah. is, is a policy by the government, yeah, yeah. which is about policing what you believe is about your Muslim identity and essentially spying on the community. Yeah. Are you cool with that? No, I'm not cool with that. Then, brother, every time you hear it, oppose it. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. it just requires that. Yeah, exactly. You're not here. For sure, for sure. And, and, and of yeah. course, I'm not doing justice to what it really is. Of course, but of that's all I've got. I've got five yeah. minutes to explain it to this I, I'll, I'll give you a good example of that. So, I hope you won't mind and I hope I don't lose out at home as a result of this but <laughs> my, my, my wife sometimes like how can you you know someone says what's prevent yeah. like a, a, a lay member of the community like, how could you not know what prevent is I'm like tone it down you know not everyone knows you just because you're in a position of like knowing what this not you, you have this knowledge and mm. you probably have a lot more knowledge than even like myself and others that doesn't mean everyone you make this assumption that everyone should know about it yeah. most Muslims probably don't know about it I mean a lot more people know about it now but there's still a lot of people that don't of course know right so I, I would say and most, I think sometimes most are familiar they live with the term, yeah, but they're just so lost because they know that there is an opposition from the Muslim community to it, yeah, but they can't feel that opposition. But that's now, that's not, but like, there were years, oh, yeah, yeah, before then, yeah, they're yeah. 2008, yeah, of course, of course, right? I remember um, reading about it in 2008, and I had no idea it was like it was called PVE then, wasn't PVE. it? PVE, yeah, PVE, right? Like, what is it, PVE, and what are they on about, right? And uh, I was reading about it in forums, and 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 to be it's credit where due, um, and it, the the forums that I was like reading at the time, and I wasn't even that like, practicing then, mm. you know, in terms of my religion, I was still learning and developing. It was a lot of the the brothers from uh, his Tahrir. You know, yeah, yeah. So even yeah. even locally yeah. in Bedford, it was the same locally as well. Yeah. Yeah. locally, they were the only. Yeah, people I was like, like why noise about it? I like, yeah. why is this PVE right? Like, you know, so I was really fussed about. It. It's only afterwards that you know, after you know, became a professional. Mm. 
got back into Manchester and then seeing like got involved in uh, DAO work and I had for me I kind of became uh, knowledgeable about some of this stuff because I was in DAO work and it had, I had a responsibility to know about mm, it yeah. mm. um, it, it wasn't because you know I just knew about it it's mm. just because I had to be you aware exposed of, to it somehow yeah exactly so the example that you said so, so Sadia was, was screwing that how could you not know about no, so you know she, sometimes she's like oh you know someone says like what's this prevent okay. and she's like how could you not know about it like, it's like this bit, bit, you know she's bewildered and yeah. like what and like you know not everyone knows about it you know nah, it's, nah, it's true a lot look, of people don't man. look you, you I think people who are watching this podcast that's not just with prevent it's like you know colonialism or racism oh, I, think, I think that's academics a lot because I'm like they, they're operating in such a space that this is like that's that basic stuff that you need that's to right, know yeah, yeah. right no, but colonialism um, again again there has to be three cars of explaining these things to people yeah. yeah colonialism was that time you know when the Brits were in our countries in India right and jacked then, everything yeah jacked everything raped and looted us and then basically gave us back carved some borders that's, that's basically colonialism yeah. and now you're here and, then, and they put in systems, put to, systems to maintain to, that to maintain right. that but under different guys under different guys that's yeah. it and, and sometimes it just requires that kind of I don't care if people are offended it requires dumbification yeah because yeah. the masses aren't academics yeah the masses we're not living in that kind of uh, era where there was a time at least in Islamic civilization where people have a very high standard the baseline knowledge was very high very high yeah, yeah. That, we're not living in that normal. Yeah, we're, we're no, no, we've got to be realistic aren't we living in a bite sized era bite yeah. sized social media couple of minute videos people can't even bother to watch 5-10 minute videos now so yeah, how many people want to watch this no, many <laughs> many people I'm, I'm back in the podcast now yeah. many people are watching it. Yeah. share it disseminate right. it everything spam it yeah. But so look, you know, I think sponsor it. Okay, yeah. no, I'm not sure about. Would you would you fund a sponsor? Oh, but look, listen, put yourself right. Oh, man, <laughs> seriously, Miriam needs to boost the post, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. we're very broke at the moment. Look, I think people who are going to watch this podcast or listen to it, I think they'll they'll inshallah get the understanding that Miriam have kind of set a precedent and a very fantastic one, at least for the Muslim charity sector, mm. right? What would your advice be? to those in the Muslim charity sector and generally the Muslim feel that when it comes to things like engagement with the authorities, prevent, understanding institutions of Islamophobia, what's your, what's your advice? Because bro, you know and I know, again, we're not gonna mention, sometimes I name drop on the podcast, other times I don't name drop on the podcast. And the reason why is because I know there are sincere people in certain organizations. They mean well. Yeah. They're not agents. Of course. Uh, they're, they're, yeah. they're not agents. Like, what's your advice? What's your advice to those who will happily trip over themselves to be at Downing Street yeah. and get honored from the Queen and, yeah. and not knowing. Which have that attention. Yeah. What's your advice? Queen's parties. Huh? Yeah, Queen's yeah. parties yeah. and all that. What's your Got advice? Got tea with the Queen. Um, I think um, it goes back to we have a responsibility to be able to deliver something to them as a almost as a preventative measure mm. right um, and I think that that community cost might be something that that mm. fills that um, but in the absence of that I think the general advice is that you've got to seek advice on these things right you don't just when things come to you and opportunities come to you your first reaction shouldn't be this is great I'm going to respond straight away have filters but they probably do seek advice, but the people that are seeking advice are also of that thinking. Yeah. And, yeah. They, and then they fall into this quagmire, which is you're, you're asking me to seek advice and, and get um, good advice from people that have been experienced and in mm. the field mm, yeah. before I have. Yeah. And now I've done that and I landed on the same opinion, which is carrying on doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Because, because that's a big thing you lot did. Like, before you know, you have a network of people I, I, that are it's an echo chamber of this is. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think, maybe you guys do, I don't think. Because obviously as a news outlet, we, uh, we were monitoring the responses to Myriad. I mean, I was in Jordan at the time. Right. 
and I was still following it very closely. Yeah, there wasn't much. It was it was it was a lad's holiday. Not sponsored by Five Pillars, just to clarify. Yeah, yeah. But you made some Five Pillars videos, well. I did, I did. So I, you, you, Marsha, you, you. Yeah, Russia and that's what So Five Pillars could have subsidised it, yeah? Nah, 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 Retrospectively. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm, I've done this now. Yeah. Nah, Russia, we know how this works. No, no, the no, game works. No, no, no. Yeah, Jordan was brilliant. When I got travels, Russia and Dusty look, make videos and vlogs. And I, was, I, I, just on a tangent, uh, I know it's nothing to do with what we're discussing. I really enjoyed those videos. Thanks, man. And I shared them on our. I'm on a part of a history WhatsApp group with all these history buffs, right? And I'm just. I'm not. I'm. I, I love to like learn, but I've got nothing to contribute, right? Unfortunately, right. Um, and so we talk about um, like all these historic places and uh, countries and the history of those places. Um, so I didn't know all this stuff about Jordan. I, I obviously knew about Petra, mm. but didn't know about you know possibly the Lut Salam. Salam. Yeah, yeah, and the people, yeah, the, the, the cave. Tree. So and I'll, there's many, I'll, and, I'm sure, and there's loads that we didn't see. Yeah, we didn't see. So yeah. guys, in case you want to see those videos, go to Five Pillars and you see my Jordan vlogs there. Yeah, so I shared them, and people are, oh, this is really good. Yeah. So hopefully, inshallah, that's another place I'm gonna be visiting. But whilst there, I was following the whole mirrors. So yeah, don't spend and, too much time in Amman. Yeah, it's, 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 it's you don't need to do that. Just go straight to Petra, Dead Sea, and all these things. Inshallah. And the the you, that was a big thing, man. Yeah. Like, I, I, Wallah, I, I don't think you understand, like, I, I just wish there'd just be more uh, due process and due diligence from yeah. that, that our organisations would do and jump into these. There things. were a few people last year that pulled out. There was a Ooh. sister that was part of a humanitarian charity. Okay. Uh, and she pulled out and she gave similar reasons to us, uh, which was that she's involved in humanitarian work abroad. It wasn't mm. specifically her. And she felt that, you know, the government's responsible for most of that, you know, all the places that she has to go out and do this work in. So she couldn't attend on the basis of that, and there's a few, a, a few non-Muslims. No, sorry, well, non-Muslims obviously, and there's a couple of others mm. as well. So we're did, not the first, did, but did I think you, as an organisation, maybe. Yeah. You, did, you, did you put a public statement yeah. explaining yeah. why? Yeah. Yeah. Did. yeah. We shared yeah. our response. Yeah. No, no. You definitely weren't the first, but you were one. You you were one of the first in terms of an organisation that already had some following and some some support from the community. Even yeah. Manchester-based. I know people know Myriad outside of Manchester. Yeah. And, 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 and it also, even though you, we can't conclusively say that it was due to taste from Ramadan, but the timing was just, okay, you just had taste from Ramadan and all of a sudden you got the invitation. Yeah. So yeah. I would humbly say that it probably was to do with taste from Ramadan and you guys declined it. And I yeah. think it was a fantastic move you guys did. And may Allah bless all of you guys I for mean, making that decision. But there's still this understanding that attending Eid parties and Queen Garden parties is some form of engagement. There yeah. is no engagement that happens. Yeah. It's nonsense. Yeah. They're photo shoots, man. Nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Absolute nonsense. Uh, that's an excuse. Uh, yeah. It's an excuse when people say, well, here's an opportunity to engage in areas otherwise. Who has this opportunity for this level of engagement mm. with the yeah. very people that you say we need to account, the people that are responsible for creating so, this environment? For, for us, it goes back to what we've mentioned that co that sort of co-opting you and and pacifying you. Like on one hand, like let's say, let's say I wanted to hold you to account, mm. and because you needed to be held to account, you're doing some problematic things and said some problematic. Things. But then you invite me to a meal, you treat me. You treat me really nicely. How it would be very difficult for me to account you, right? And and it's probably a tactic of yours yeah. because you know that it's going to be difficult for it's me and you pacify. Like, absolutely. And I feel that like a lot of these things are um, mm. like that to pacify you. So some advice, man. So so make sure to seek counsel. Don't say yes straight away. What else? 
that's how difficult because you, you as Aki said that these they're probably consulting people that have a similar mindset already yeah. and, so, and, and, and they'll get responses that they already hope yeah, to get yeah so unless you're seeking a wider counsel so a wider counsel is important yeah so, so that, that, I think that would be the only thing it's don't just seek opinions that are from people that think similar to you mm. like seek opinions from outside of that you know and even if that you know this might be controversial but even if people from other other faiths mm. you know um see what they say mm. yeah i mean i think that's the best advice would, in the, within that context would that you as give. an individual or, or even maybe as an organization be open to advising uh other muslims in the charity yeah sector? of course i personally do because i've got good links with lots of brothers locally within greater manchester and sisters mm. and also even beyond nationally and, and and I do often like give him a call or drop him a text saying what are you doing you know like what made you say this or do this or um, go there mm. and um, and then you know alhamdulillah I have cordial relationships with people and I'm able to, to do that um, but sometimes you know it's, it's about how you come across I think sometimes with these people for sure good um, bro it was an absolute pleasure having you on um, honestly uh, I wish you'd come down more often yeah, there's I'm reasons. Alhamdulillah. Make time for man, innit, bro? Yeah, of course. I'll, I'm, always uh, up, I'm always up in money. Make some time for Bedford. Yeah, yeah. Bedford's one of those where it's like London on the way, but it's not right it's on not the M1. Yeah, you yeah. have to go off it. You, and have, then, you, have, you have to do 11 miles. Yeah, yeah, you have to do 11 miles off it. Yeah, yeah. if it, like Luton, like, for example, just off it. Yeah, Luton is just off it. Just off the M1. Yeah. I'm bit. still having to deal with every guest and their mention of loot on my bedroom. It is what it is. Look, bro, um, at the end of every podcast, we offer our guests uh, three challenges. Uh, one of the challenges is not here, and I did it on purpose because you're Bengali, and I can't offer you Barn and Shabari. So you're well acquainted with that. I noticed on the last podcast you were yeah. chewing like yeah, I'm actually constant. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of not happy that it's not on the table today. Yeah. Oh, do you have Barn as well? I love it. No, but he doesn't have one. He has the shabari. I just, I just have the uh, uh, oh. shabari or shabari. I'm fully on it. I'm fully I know, it's just chewing like one after another. It goes for it. Yeah, I'm fully on it. And I'm quite craving it right now. But anyway, so you've got two challenges, my dear brother. Um, an arm wrestle mm. or, or a thumb wall. I want a thumb wall with you. No, I'm going to lose. you. Not me. No, 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 but I've seen your thumb walls. No, no, but I'm going to lose the thumb wall, bro. No, look, look, this is, you got an immediate opportunity, right, to to get a W under your belt. Make it happen. But I've lost By the way, you. I'm a novice to thumb wall. No, 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 no. You're Liverpool versus United, make it happen. I'm being serious, I'm a novice. Pre-season, come on in. Make for the person to make the move first. Yeah. So you wait for them to strike, and then you go in it. You go in like a snake. Okay. So you see them flinch, they go in for it, and then you wrap, you wrap it with your thumb, yeah? You're advising it's me gonna, he's listening to the It's going to go well. through. No, but I th- I, he says he's a novice, so. A novice. I will do the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I'm going to do all the chores. Where's the Mazda? Where's the Mazda? You know. Okay. Or Mazda. Okay. Yeah. One. Uh, no, no, how do you do it? Yeah, don't worry, I'll do it. One, two, three, four. I declare thumb war. It's gone off straight away. Let's not transgress boundaries, bear. Yes, yeah? a thumb war, not an arm war. Yeah, that's it. You see what you did there? You have to wait for the man. Yeah, yeah, and you have to seduce oh. him sometimes. Yeah, co-opt. One, two, three. Ah, victory! Victory! Oh, but yeah, what is wrong with you, fam? You're a joke. You keep on making me do. Thumb Can we look wars. at the length of your little thumbs? Now everyone's looking. Is your thumb way bigger? No, no, no right? do like this. Oh, like, like that. Do palm to palm like that, and then you can see in it. I've got longer, he's got thicker. Yeah, yeah, I've got... I don't know what's going on, I've man. Got piano hands and it's not made for <laughs> the thumb wall. 
Congratulations, Gula. Thank you very much. You won the thumb ball. It's wicked having you on. Brothers and sisters, Jalakalakhair for tuning in for another episode of the Bird Brothers Podcast. Please remember to subscribe to the Five Pillars channel and for those who are watching from the United States, please subscribe to the Mad Mumbles channel. Sub, please, sub, sub. Please like this video. Please leave a comment. It doesn't have to always be positive. Just comment on the video. Give us your there. feedback. Give us your thoughts. Engage. Engage. This episode was all about engage. Engage. Engage with us and share the video and give us some feedback. Uh, and that is all for today. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum everyone. See you soon. Flag Burma's podcast. Five Pillars of Mad Monarchs production.